What's going on? Welcome to the show. Happy Friday. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. It's the Pete Callender Show. I'm the Pete of the show. And you can uh, dial in at 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. You can also email Pete at the Pete Callender Show. That's my email. Uh, and you can also hit me up on Twitter at Pete Callender. All right, I'm just looking through. Sorry, I got distracted here as we were starting because I had this audio clip. It was in the email file here of uh, Bo Thompson's interview with uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg school board member Rhonda Cheek this morning about all of the guns. Oh, wait, I think we found another one. Another gun? No, sorry. Not another gun found. Sorry, my my bad. So uh, Rhonda Cheek was on with so another gun. We got another gun. Another gun found? No. Okay, all right. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just checking. It's a day that ends in Y, and there's school, so I assume it's going to happen at some point. Um, Charlotte Mecklenburg schools having a ton of guns being found, and look, at first, at the beginning of the school year, it was, you know, okay, so they found a gun. All right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in favor of that. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I'm not going to beat up on say, wait, wait, hang on, do we find another gun? The breaking news, another gun found. No? All right. Just checking. So I thought, okay, you know, beginning of the school year, maybe people, it's been a while. Everybody's been out with the pandemic. Nobody's been in the classroom, so they just forgot you're not supposed to bring the gun to school. Especially, you know, you're a kid. You're not even legally allowed to own or possess that gun. So... I know you just forgot about it, it being, you know, a whole year away from the schoolhouse. You People forget all sorts of stuff, you know? So uh, I was willing to kind of give it a bit of a pass for a while, but now it's kind of getting ridiculous. It's kind of getting ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, so I went to look at the uh, the email that I got from producer John Moore, and uh, that's when I saw that I had a apparently a trouble ticket was submitted for something, and, like, got a response on that and like i haven't had a trouble ticket in months why am i why are they closing that out now just weird is that another gun is that another gun no sorry see yeah like i'm just i feel like i'm a little bit i'm jumping the gun a little bit too much no pun intended but like i feel like it's a bit of a hair trigger warning all right i'm sorry i'm not trying to make these puns they're just coming naturally i can't help it um so Rhonda Cheek on with Bo Thompson this morning, and she's going to do a town hall. And so that'll solve the problem. Uh, <laughs> I look, I don't know. I'm just kidding, but I, I'm not knocking it. You got It's good to give parents a reason to vent, a place or a venue rather to vent. Let them show up, <clears throat> let them complain, let them yell and scream. But that's not a solution, Right. It's not going to fix the problem. Now, what is the problem? The problem is you got kids that are bringing guns to school, right? I mean, just to state the obvious, that's the problem. So if you got kids bringing guns to school, how do we want to address this problem? I think the obvious answer, and look, I'm just, this is just an idea. And as I always say, there are no bad ideas under the cone of creativity. Um, and so... I think uh, just no more school. Yeah, just just close them all down. No more schools. Don't congregate. It's because that's the way. I mean, 
I mean, well, because otherwise what? I mean, how about, okay, how about this? If you don't want to close all the schools, how about we do it this way? Has anybody considered posting signs at the school that call the schools gun-free zones? Has anybody thought about doing something like that? Just post a sign up there? And then the kids will find out, oh, I'm not supposed to bring the gun to school. Now, look, if we're not willing to shell out the money to post all of these signs, then, I mean, first off, what does that say about us as a society when we're not willing to spend the money on the signs that say gun-free uh, zones? I mean, if, if it saves one life, really, right? If it saves one life, we should, we should spend all of the money we have every last dime to, to buy all the signs. Wait, there are signs. Interesting. Interesting. Have we thought about more signs? If we already have these signs, has anybody considered more of them? Maybe the kids aren't just seeing them. Maybe we need to have the signs like in every locker. Or how about this? Make the locker face the sign, right? So when you go to your locker, that's what you see, gun-free zone. And then you're like, oh, I was going to put my gun right in that locker, but now I can't. It's a gun-free zone. How about how about the buses? Why are they yellow? Right? Why are they yellow? But well, I guess people see them. But we can make the gun-free zone. We can make the buses out of the signs. We can paint big messaging on them, like you know, gun-free zone that transports you to a gun-free zone, something like that. I'm just spitballing here. I'm not saying these are the best ideas. I'm saying that there are no bad ideas under the cone of creativity. So. Uh, I just throw those out because I know the superintendent, Ernest Winston, is very interested in hearing what the community has to say about this stuff and what their solutions are because he's not offering us any. So uh, it's up to us. So I think I've made some pretty good submissions here for consideration. Close the schools. Um, And before you're like, we can't close the schools. Like, well, we did for a year, right? I mean, if you're like, seriously, what is the bigger threat here? What's the bigger threat, coronavirus or gun violence? What, what is the bigger threat? What, I mean, really, if it saves one life, if it saves, how about this? Have we considered masks over the guns? Have we considered this idea? Even, it, even if it only is able to stop 10% of the bullet, have we considered gun masks? Just spitball in here. These are just ideas. News Talk 1110 wbt So apparently somebody called in to inquire at 704-570-1110. Called in to inquire as to how exactly masking a gun would work. And so I just so just for clarity. Because, you know, if you're going to come up with these ideas, these solutions like I have come up with, then I'm thinking, you know, it is incumbent upon me. It's only it's only right that I describe uh, and explain the idea when questions about it arise. And so, however, would a mask work on a gun? Um, well, it's very simple. You have the gun, right? And then you have a mask and then you you put the mask on the gun. There you go. You're welcome. I think that fully explains it. 
1-800-WBT-1110, because the superintendent for Charlotte-Mecklenburg School said this is really not anything that they can do. So uh, there's nothing they could do about the guns, it sounds like. So they're just going to leave it to all of us. So uh, what are we going to do? Actually, let's see. Let's give this a shot. I don't know if this is going to play. This is a whole new, brand new audio source. We're going to give it a whirl, Ryan. Let's see how it goes. This may or may not be Superintendent Ernest Winston. Let's hear. Hang on. It's got to load for a second. Hang on. Give it a second. Uh, See, now it's playing, and so now if I don't hear it, then that's not playing. Oh, oh, there it was right there. All right, so now let me hang I'll re-rack it. We found it. We found, the sor- we found the source. Here we go. Let's re-rack it. We're going to play it. This is Ernest Winston, Charlotte-Mecklenburg Schools Superintendent. Hang on. It's got a there is an expectation that no weapons, yet alone guns, will ever be brought onto a CMS campus, ever. Well, that doesn't explain anything. There's an expectation that no weapons will be brought on campus. Who, who's, whose expectation is that now? Did we find another gun on campus? Just checking. I feel like, like I'm afraid to walk away from my email because every time I walk away from the email, we get another email from Brett Jensen who's like, hey, got another gun. Like that's. <laughs> All right, let me, let me jump over here to uh, Tommy. Welcome to the program. How are you? Uh, great, Pete. How are you? I am doing all right. What's up? I have t- I have two solutions here, Pete. <clears throat> um, the first one uh, kind of laughable, which is what they do where my wife works at. They collect the cell phones and give them back to them when they leave work. Mm-hmm. So we could collect the kids' guns on the way into the school and ah. back on the way home. Oh yes, I like it. It like uh like the uh like the police lockers or whatever. Like when you go to prison. When you yeah. show up at prison, you're like, you got to turn your weapon in. And when you ever see the, the cops and they're going to visit like some uh, informant or somebody, yeah, they always got to yeah. turn the gun in. They lock them up and they got to sign the clipboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But my second solution is real. Uh, and, and I think. Wait, why, why, why wasn't that other one real? What are you saying? That the first one's not a solution because, uh, you know, the first one, you know, we, we, the first one is just, just laughable. But uh, uh, the second one I think is real. We need to come to the realization in America that we love our Second Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. And in order to, to curb gun violence in America and, and in schools, we need to take seriously uh, the idea of teaching our children firearm safety in schools. I'm not saying hand kids a gun and teach them how to shoot a gun. What I'm saying is we, we need to show them what guns do through films, through presentations. They need to see the damage that a firearm can do because many kids don't understand uh, the, uh, what, uh, what a firearm is capable of. They I disagree. Cool. No, no, no. I, I disagree. Do you uh, remember, Tommy? I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't mean to mispronoun you, in our, uh, pronoun you or anything, but uh, you, you grow up as a dude. Well, I grew up uh, around firearms, and a lot of these kids in the city uh, don't uh, really understand uh, the True. power and the uh, no, no, I'm saying you, but, of a firearm. No, but you're a guy. You're a dude, right? You, you, yeah. right? You were a dude your whole life, right? All right. Do you remember being a younger dude, like age fourteen? No. Yeah. Yeah. So, on a scale of, you know, Einstein to AOC, how stupid do you think you were as a 14-year-old kid? 
Uh, with firearms, I was very smart. I was taught uh, to respect firearms, and the kids in the state, uh, kids in schools, particularly in the sure. Uh, I'm not talking. Right, right. I'm just saying, just uh, in general, the power of a firearm. I, I know. I'm just saying, in general, Einstein to AOC. What side of the scale do you think you were on at age 13, 14, 15 years old as a Are as you a talking dude? Talking about in regards to firearms? No, I'm talking about in regards to just general <clears throat> stupidity. Um. Uh, probably closer to Einstein than AOC. Oh, you were a smart kid. You're saying, yeah, yeah. well, good for you. Uh, me, I was not. And uh, I knew a lot of other dudes at that age, also not very smart. Not making the best decisions. Just in general. Just And this is, it was the case across the board, no matter what, you know, was whether it was uh, trading away the Dwight Gooden rookie card or, uh, you know, it was uh, lighting off bottle rockets behind the school. Stuff like that. You know, just bad decisions all around, right? Sure, sure. So I understand what you're, and I, and I agree, I'm all for the gun safety classes. Fully support them, want everybody to do them, all of that, that's fine. I don't think a gun safety class is the reason why, or you know, teaching kids a healthy respect for the, the firearm, that's not why kids bring the guns to school. It's not that they lack an understanding about what a firearm can do, not necessarily. They bring the gun to school for another reason, right? I mean, that reason is obviously protection of some kind. They want to use it for some reason, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah. So that to me that's sounds like that's that's what you're trying to get at. Why is the kid bringing the gun to school in the first place? Sure. That, that's a valid point, Pete. Right. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So uh, maybe a couple signs that call them gun-free zones, maybe that addresses the problem. Um, <laughs> that, that may help. Uh, <laughs> so it, it may stir a few here and there. Uh, but the, but the overall uh, problem in America, and not just schools, is uh, people don't respect uh, the power of a firearm. I would and see now... A, a lot of people uh, aren't around firearms to see what they can actually do. They see what they do. I understand your point. I, I, you've made it. I understand it. I would actually go deeper. I suspect it has more to do with people not valuing life. That's the key. If you don't value life, then the firearm represents virtually nothing. It's a video game. Doesn't matter. Um, but if you value life, then you recognize what the firearm really can do. News Talk 1110 wbt Is another gun? Is that another gun? Do we have another gun? Not. No. All right. Sorry. False alarm. Not another gun at a CMS school. Just. You got to be in practice for these kinds of things. You know, it's, this is why we drill. This is why we practice. So when it goes live like this, then we're ready to go. So what are we up to? 15 guns in like 45 something days, something like that. It's like a gun every three days. So I think we've probably, because we had one yesterday. Actually, yeah. So I'm sorry. So three days would be Tuesday. So look look around for like Tuesday, then we'll, we should expect another gun at CMS. And so we're just helping out the superintendent, Ernest Winston, who's uh, suggested that uh, this is really up to everybody else besides CMS. So um, we're just spitballing ideas. And as I've said before, there are no bad ideas under the cone of creativity here. I myself have come up with the gun masking idea. Um you are free to jump on that bandwagon. Also, uh, uh, this is not a competing idea. This could You could actually work these in tandem, right? So uh, another idea, 
it, more gun-free zone signs, more of the signs, put them on people's lockers, uh, uh, make them uh, part of the buses. So, like, I- I'm thinking the outside of the bus, when you walk into the bus, it'll be, like, right there. Uh, you can make, like, a divider where the bus driver sits. You can make, the, like, a big sign as the divider. You can make – the signs could be the chairs. So when you sit down on the uh, uh, on the bus – You'll be looking at just, you know, gun-free zone signs everywhere. And so, because they work, obviously. And, I mean, that's, yes. Okay, so I am working off the premise that the gun-free zone signs work. uh, Because, obviously, if they didn't work, I mean, why would we still have them posted? That's just crazy. So, we know they work, so let's just put them everywhere. Right? Let's do this. If For the kids. It's for the children. Won't somebody please think of the children? All right, let me go over here to Tim. Hello, Tim. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Hey, those those signs work great. Yes. I see the tobacco-free oh. when I pull up to the school, and uh, I'm watching them smoking their cigarettes. They pull up to the drop their kids off. I think, what in the world? sign didn't work there, now did it? It should walk in. And what was that old uh, comedian, here's your sign? Yes. Maybe Jeff. that's what they need to do. Yeah, but Jeff Foxworthy. Winston, uh, if I remember correctly, when he was brought on, he was a reporter, and then he was elevated to either a media teacher or English teacher, and then he became superintendent. I'm I, pretty sure that was the so, progression of how he got there. So I'm trying. Uh, I was not here for his meteoric rise through the ranks. I was here um, as a reporter back in the day. And he was a reporter, and he started covering Charlotte Mecklenburg schools for the Charlotte Observer. Um, that's where I first ran into him, and uh, he was a nice guy. I I don't really recall anything specifically about any interaction I ever had with him. Like unlike a lot of his colleagues over the years that I did, like uh, Celeste and uh, Anne, I like all of the, a couple of the other reporters that were on that beat that I do recall. I don't really remember interacting with him at all um but i i don't know what that means so yes i know he was a reporter which i think qualifies him to run the state's biggest school district well that's where you that's where i'm headed right now and and dude to dude from your last caller yeah i think he's more on the aoc side mm. uh but uh he obviously does not have a handle or, or have any idea what's going on at this point but I'm going to tell you, you guys have a reporter there mm-hmm. that has had his thumb on this thing the whole time. Brett Jensen. I believe he could be the next superintendent. Now you're talking. And probably and probably make things happen. He already goes to the schools, talks to the high school students, has interaction with them. Well, yeah, that's true. He did the, that's right. He went and did the big, uh, yeah, he was saying he did some big appearance down in Gaston County a couple of days ago. You see where I'm going with this. He's got the experience. uh, We're overlooking a jewel right here. I think a uh, diamond in the rough, if you will. I would. I would say, yeah. We got Michael Jordan sitting on the bench. (laughs) I would say right now, uh, post something on LinkedIn or something, and you're all looking for a reporter because I could see where this man is headed. I'm not being silly. But I'm not being silly. No, we have a reporter. There are no bad ideas about what's going on than what the superintendent does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there are no bad ideas. Remember, Tim, no bad ideas under the cone of creativity. It's not just a slogan. It is truth.
So we we do not mock any ideas. I uh, appreciate it. No, that's a really great idea. We can get so we need to launch a draft Jensen movement. Draft Jensen, uh, uh, Brett for super super Jensen. So we got to all right. We got to work on the marketing. No bad ideas. Got to work on the marketing of it. I mean, think about it. He's going to walk away with like he gets if he lands this thing. What's the super making nowadays? It's got to be like seven or eight million dollars, right? Because they were getting, I mean, they were making bank when I left, and that was like a decade ago. So I'm sure by now they're, they've got to be, it's probably close to 20 to 30 million dollar range, right? And you obviously don't need any experience. So boom. All right. All right. We put that aside. We got other ideas, I'm sure. Uh, let me go over here. We got another Tim. Tim, too. Hello, Tim, too. This time it's personal. What's up? Morning, Pete. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. What's up? Uh, got a real simple idea. Why don't we get the, some metal detectors set up and make the kids walk through them and uh, ban buck bags unless they're clear? I don't. I don't think. I don't think that'll work. Have have these ideas ever been tried before? These sound like really. I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to say well, these are bad ideas. I'm just saying I, they, I've never heard of any of these types of things ever having worked ever before. <laughs> Usually, they complain <laughs> that it that uh, makes the children feel oppressed and unable to learn. Yet, I'm I have some friends who have come out of some of the best correctional institutions in the country. And gone on to do great things with the uh, education that they got there. Mm. So if they can learn, children can learn with a metal detector. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, really, what does the metal detector do when you're trying to keep the guns out of the school? <laughs> I mean, really, like, what's the point there? I'm I, I'm failing to see the connection, Tim. But I, 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 no bad ideas. I appreciate the call. No bad ideas under the cone of creativity. It's it's true. One of the things we like to do here, solve problems. So we're taking it upon ourselves to solve the problems of the guns in the schools for CMS because they are apparently unable to figure out a way to get a handle on the problem. Uh, We've come up with some pretty good ideas, more signs that say gun-free zones, masks on the guns. I mean, we had a couple crazy, I mean, that was just, all right, look. Some of these ideas are crazy, like that one, like the clear backpacks. I mean, I understand, like, we're just coming up, we're just blue sky in it here, right? Just blue sky and ideas, that's fine. Metal detectors, whatever. Okay, but as long as we're just throwing it all out there on the table, these are some ideas. Have we considered stop and frisk? Have we considered that? Just, okay, all right, all right. Strip searches. Just out there in the parking lot, strip search everybody, faculty, staff, everyone. I mean, you can't be too short. If it saves one life, people. 704-570-1110. 1-800-WBT-1110. And uh, who's this? April. Hello, April. Hi, Pete. Hey, how are you? I'm just wondering, do you, do, do you think it's possible that what Ernest Winston might be trying to imply here is perhaps the parents should take a role and make sure their kids aren't leaving the house with a gun or picking up a gun and taking it to school with them, maybe maybe some education at home 
before they go to school. There, there are certain things they don't teach you in school, and one of those things is don't bring a forty-five to school. Why they don't they teach you teach that? You that. No, why don't they teach you that in school? They're not. They're not. And I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Ernest Winston might be sort of subtly saying to the parents, oh hey, "What are you doing with your kids?" Wait a minute. Are you suggesting that he's actually like a school choicer? He he may actually be for homeschooling. I think he may actually be for parents being parents and no. not just the people that shove food at you and get you to soccer practice on time. No, no, no. The people that shove food at you and get you to soccer practice are the those are the schools. That's teachers. They do that. Oh. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. The well, teachers do that. I, that's look. I'm just looking. I'm just looking at 20 years of experience covering schools. That's what the schools are for. That's my understanding of it. So yeah, I don't know. A parents' involvement in kids. I'm not. I'm not so sure. But I appreciate the input. Thank you, April. Let me go over to David. No bad ideas. Remember, hey David. What's going on? Oh, I can hear myself. Listen to me. Go. Oh, that's hilarious. I feel like I need to do that. There was a joke in there, I think I just told, and David's a little bit behind there, so. No bad ideas. Remember, hey, David. Oh. What's going on? Oh, I can hear my Do you think he's going to join us now, or has he just got us on speakerphone with the phone sitting on, like, the, the, the seat next to him in the car? There was a joke in there. I think I just Oh, yeah, look at now. He's gone. Uh, thanks a lot, David. Appreciate it. You were a valuable member of the team today. We'll send you your participation trophy. Let me go over to Michael. He's up next. Hello, Michael. What is going on? Welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, Pete. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, to piggyback on the previous caller about yeah. parents being responsible, you know, just to give a quick analogy, if a dam is leaking, yeah. the first thing you're going to do is you're going to try to find where that leak is coming from. And then shoot it. Now, it's illegal for a minor to possess oh. a handgun. Yes, that's There's true. There's no concealed license or concealed carry for a minor to carry a handgun. Correct. So you need to go, go to the source. Where are they acquiring these guns? Are they getting it from... Republican home? states. No, they're getting them from Republican states, I believe. <laughs> right. They're getting them from the, <laughs> from the, from the uh, legal, law-abiding gun citizens of the Republican states. No, but where are yeah. they getting them from? Are, are the parents not... Uh, keeping these firearms uh, no. locked in a safe and no. away from the kids, or are they acquiring them somewhere else? And Stolen. what should happen is that should be legally stated. Good afternoon, parents. This is Principal So and So. John Doe was arrested in the um, connection with a minor acquiring a firearm, mm -hmm. and they should let the public know how these kids are getting the guns. I, is and, it possible? Also, um, have we considered maybe Eric Holder? Maybe supplying the guns here. Eric Holder. Well, you know, I mean, he makes fine to whoever would buy them, but hey, that's a whole other story. But um, also, you know, another thing to think of when we're thinking outside the box with masks on guns and things like that. Yeah, yeah. What about having a controlled arena where the kids can go and sort of maybe points fight uh, their, their mm. aggressions out instead of, you know, shooting each other. So instead uh, of, so know, like in my high school, it was, uh, there was a bridge, uh, like a little footpath bridge over a little creek back behind the school uh, that went to the neighborhood. And that's where the fights, would, it, would, it was always, you know, meet at the bridge after school. And, and that's know, where the fight was. Yep, so something like, a yeah. A little place where you can go and you can fight. But I'm talking about actually in the school, you know, like a, a controlled environment where, you know, the kids could have, uh, you know, Taekwondo or points fighting or something like that. Something that's, that's laser tag. You know, but but they can get their aggressions out. But the point is mm. to go after the the access, 
that the miners are getting right, so these these weapons. I will, so you know, because you can't just blanket it. Obviously, they are acquiring these weapons illegally, whether it's through someone selling to a miner or someone um, buying for a miner or someone not keeping it out of reach of a miner. Yeah. In all cases, that is illegal. In Correct. all cases, there are laws that say this is illegal. That needs to be said. That needs to be uh, brought out. How are these kids getting it, and what are the penalties for it? Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, Michael. I appreciate the call. So, yes, that is true. I don't know if that actually stops the guns, which is, like, the point, um, right, is to stop them. Uh, yeah, you start charging parents and stuff, sure. But here's the thing. A lot of parents don't care. They don't care. This is, the, this is one of the things, whenever you get into the education debates, nobody ever wants to talk about, especially the pro, uh, you know, the big boosters for K-12 government education. They never really like to address the fact that there are a lot of parents that do not care. And every now and again, this will come up in the uh, in the school choice argument because they'll use it as a weapon when it's necessary. Um but there are a lot of parents that do not care. And so, yeah, go ahead, throw the book at them. I agree. But it doesn't solve the problem. That doesn't solve the immediate problem of, and I, I know I'm like shifting gears now here to be a bit, a bit serious, but I feel like I do owe it uh, to the topic to be serious because it is a serious topic, although we're having a great deal of fun mocking the people uh, who apparently don't take it seriously. The obvious answer here is, yes, the uh the metal detectors and the clear backpacks that like that is the obvious solution you can arrest people for bringing them and all that because here's the other thing a lot of these kids bringing the guns from school they're stolen guns these are stolen weapons and anybody who's ever been burglarized uh that had a firearm in the house right that's how that's how these guns get out onto the streets and such so uh, it's one of the ways, I should say. Yeah, if they got a, a family member who purchased it, and then they take it from home or whatever, but they're bringing the gun to the school. So if you're trying to keep the gun out of the facility, then you need to take measures to keep the guns out of the facility. <laughs>